welcome to Revolutionary Women. My name is Tess Silverman. Women around the world are constantly creating ways to make a difference in their communities, and today's guest is no exception. My guest today is Dr. Lalita Dareshwar. Dr. Dareshwar retired as the head of Laser and Neutron Physics Division of Baba Atomic Research Center in 2010 and continued there as a Raja Ramana Fellow, Department of Atomic Energy, for five years. Dr. Dareshwar worked for 45 years at BARC in the field of high-powered lasers, laser plasmas, and applications, and was instrumental in carrying out several prestigious projects. She is a member of Heartfulness Institute, a spiritual organization for over 30 years. She has conducted numerous heartfulness and self-development training programs all over India. Dr. Dereshwar is the current president of Indian Women's Scientists Association, IWSA, an NGO which has the main mandate of taking science to society, empowering women, and nurturing talent in students. She's actively involved with the Science Nurture Program of IWSA, wherein students are taught science through hands-on experiments in their laboratory. Hello, Lolita. Welcome to Revolutionary Women. How are you? Fine. Thank you. Thank you, Tess. Thank you for coming on the show. Um, so for those who don't know anything about you, could you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, yeah, that will be a great pleasure for me. Yeah, I'm uh, Dr. Lalita Dhareshwar, and uh, I'm uh, 70 years old, and I have spent uh, most of my time, uh, you know, being a scientist. You know, I've been a scientist in the Department of Atomic Energy of India, mm-hmm. and I was working on uh, lasers, oh, wow. uh, high-power lasers, mm-hmm. and... Uh, the, the other interest that I had was uh, spiritual, uh, you know, I, I'm a seeker, basically, a spiritual seeker. I've been a seeker all my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, science and spirituality, therefore, have been my two, you know, arms of my life, which have uh, kind of kept the balance in my life. Mm. So but, uh, I have worked for about 45 years in a premier institution in uh, India, in Mumbai. Mm-hmm. And this is called the Bhabha Atomic Research Center. And uh, I retired in 2010 as a head of uh, laser and uh, neutron physics division. Wow. And uh, yeah, I have been involved in the spiritual pursuit since 1991 uh, and a member of uh, Heartfulness. And uh, those days it was called Sri Ramchandra Mission. And now it is known as the Heartfulness uh, Institute okay. all over the globe. Uh-huh. And uh, I've been a spiritual trainer from 1993. So I have been fully involved. My life has been uh, complete, you know, in that mm. sense that mm-hmm. I've been doing, working on these two aspects. Wow. Yeah, that's it. Well, thank you. Um, were you always interested in science? I mean, it's amazing that yes. you are a scientist and uh, involved in the uh, Atomic Research Center, uh, you worked in that department. But even as a, a, were you always interested in science growing up? Yes, yes, yes. When I grew up, you know, right from the age uh, of maybe 12, 13, mm-hmm. uh, somehow you know, I was attracted very much to science and uh, I dreamt of being a scientist. Wow. I mean, there is a story behind it. Shall I tell you how sure. this happened? Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> You know, one of the Nobel laureates you must have heard, uh, Sir C.V. Raman, 
Uh, he's from India. He got his Nobel Prize to his for his uh, pioneering work in uh, Raman scattering, and uh, <clears throat> he's from Bangalore, where I grew up. You know, I grew up in Bangalore, uh, and that's the city of those days. It was called the City of Gardens, a very beautiful city, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Uh, the house of uh, sir c v raman was very close to my house and uh, he has a huge library you know of books mm-hmm. and uh, he would uh, keep it open his library would be open on every saturday for all the school children and all the neighborhood people to come and uh, you know read the books and i used to go regularly to this place and uh, sit under the trees and we could borrow the books go and sit under the trees and read them and I read several books on scientific books, and that's the time when I got interested really in science. And wow. I think that set the set the tone for my life. You know, you can say that that started. You know, your pet, your uh, journey to science. That's amazing. Yeah, it started that's my really journey. amazing. Yeah, that's right. So, why yeah. is it important? Do you think, especially for young people, to care about science and technology? You've been in both, so. I mean, yeah. Why do you think it's yeah. important? I uh, in, really, if you ask me, uh, it's not that uh, young people all all the young people should be interested in science and technology. It's mm-hmm. uh, of course it's left uh, it's a, a personal interest, you know. Mm. And uh, why uh, you know people are interested in uh, science and technology is because uh, people who have that uh, you know a scientific temper, you can say. you know who like to go to the very depth of finding out why a certain things works in a certain way mm-hmm. what are the principles behind a certain thing even if you look at a tree i mean what makes it grow what makes it survive for so many years and how does it live i mean what what are its uh, you know uh, functions mm-hmm. uh, what happens inside the tree all you know right from childhood you know i have been wondering on so many aspects so i think people who have this kind of questioning attitude in life you know mm-hmm. for them science a pursuit of science is a very good uh, thing to do yeah. and for those who like to build things you know innovate mm-hmm. things and make things work for them the technology is a very suitable subject this is what i think yeah wow uh, but That's... there are you know there is a lot of creativity in science and technology also yes. so it yes Wow, yeah, that that makes sense. Um, and so while you were working at the uh, uh, Baba Atomic Research Center, called uh, well, also known as BARC, um, yes, what were you? Were, you were you said you were working on lasers. Were you working yes. on anything else? Um, uh, yeah, lasers and uh, uh, the application. One of the most important application of lasers is. Uh, Uh, producing a very high temperature and high density plasma you know mm-hmm. that's the fourth state of matter mm-hmm. i mean the state of matter which is uh, very similar to what is existing inside the sun and the stars you know oh, at wow. a temperature of uh, yes temperature of uh, millions of degrees and maybe 100 times the density of solids and mm-hmm. things like that and that state of matter is very interesting to read because that's where the fusion energy is released you know when in such kind of uh, states of matter mm-hmm. so i think there are many fusion reactors coming up and lasers are supposed to you know uh, we uh, there are uh, many um, countries and many labo- advanced laboratories which, who are trying to 
set up these lasers to make uh, fusion reactions work you know mm-hmm. so that you can get immense uh, you can get a extremely high amount of energy from that much more than the fusion fission reactors that's that's the thing yeah wow that's really interesting thank you for that um so did you i mean did you feel that um were you one of the only few women in that research center when you were working yeah there? yeah there are very uh, very few women in the research center uh, actually yeah in my time i joined the bhava atomic research center in 1969 mm-hmm. uh, after my graduation to um, you know uh, uh, to i was uh, one of the um, people one of the students who were selected to uh, be part of a, a training program there you know there every year there is a training school a training batch a batch is trained to mm-hmm. be scientists oh, so wow. i was one of them. yeah from all over india they are selected huh. and it's a very tough competition and uh, i got selected and uh, that's how i entered brc uh, yeah and uh, then i stayed on there and of course you know the number of women who are there mm-hmm. uh, i think maybe 10% or even less than that really uh, wow of course but now yeah in those days it used to be really very small uh-huh. of course but now in the today's time to uh, these days Uh, there are many more number of uh, women coming that's up. Wonderful. Yeah. That's great to that's great to hear. Yeah. I was wondering yeah. about that because back then I'm sure it was like still, you know, uh, it wasn't uh it was a sort of um it wasn't that uh, common to have scientists who are women. Yeah. I would think. So I'm glad to hear that over the years it has grown. Um so you credit I mean what first of all so you went from when while you were working at bark you actually was it before or after while you were working on the scientific community um you came across the shri ramchandram mission um which is now yes. heart which is now heartfulness correct yes um yes. so what attracted you to the heartfulness institute pardon pardon what, me what, um, oh i said what attracted you to join the heartfulness oh, institute okay okay <clears throat> see uh, i was uh, attracted to spirituality right from my very childhood you know mm. it so happened that uh, my family my mother uh, was a very highly spiritual person and uh, she was a follower of uh, jay krishna murthy and uh, she was right from her childhood because even her father was a, a great uh, follower of uh, uh, jay krishna murthy and uh, she uh, i remember that even in my childhood i used to attend his talks whether i understood anything or not mm-hmm. that was uh, i don't i don't think i understood anything but i still have memories of that when i was 6 year old i have attended uh, his lecture in uh, madras uh, chennai now it is called chennai mm-hmm. uh, in a place called madras yeah where the theosophical society of india and the krishnamurthy foundation are located and i have been going and then somehow in my youth after my school you know when i entered college mm-hmm. i got very much uh, interested in uh, pursuing uh, spiritual uh, you know the, there were several questions which were there always hovering in my mind like mm-hmm. what is the ultimate purpose of my life mm-hmm. and why am i here why am why am i here mm-hmm. am i just there you know to lead a life as it happens you know everybody leads the life they uh, they educate themselves they 
get a good job they live a life which is uh, you know they feel that comfortable they get married they have mm. children and then they get old and then yeah they leave this planet they die pass on mm-hmm. so is that all that is there to life or is it some deeper meaning to this i mean there there has to be you know if mm-hmm. if a creation is there if creation is there behind that creation there has to be some meaning mm. it cannot be all a coincidence you know yeah. so this kind of questions always kind of uh, kept coming in my mind and uh, uh, i used to read lots of books but none of the books gave me the that kind of the satisfaction you know like how am i supposed to i understood that you know all the books said that oh you have to be like this you have to lead your life okay that's fine mm-hmm. i have to but how do i do it you know mm-hmm. like when i try to do it i could not do that mm-hmm. so when i came across ramchandra mission i mean the kind of uh, spiritual practice that they prescribed mm-hmm. so perfect and so scientifically designed mm-hmm. that it appealed to me in the first instance itself you know because when i took the first three sittings it just uh, transported me to some kind of a different realm of uh, being or whatever mm-hmm. and uh, it just i mean it was like a homecoming you know i didn't have to think twice mm-hmm. why am i doing this or why have i come here it was so very natural to me and from then on i have been practicing for the last uh, 30 years wow that's amazing yeah. oh my goodness yeah. well obviously you know that that um that has affected your whole life and and it keeps yeah, yeah. it keeps yes. getting you it keeps you know you are mm-hmm. uh, spiritually connected which is wonderful and i loved when you yeah. said that you know the science and the um spiritual and science that yes. are connected yes. because it yes, is you know right. because they all yes. stem from they all stem mm-hmm. from you know from yes um the same the beginning source, yes from the same source yes right yes oh many of the scientists just uh, if you see the lives of many of the scientists <clears throat> they have been extremely spiritual either even einstein mm. and many of them you know they have always been highly spiritual in their outlook uh, mm. you know, i never knew uh, that so yeah yeah it's because that kind of an attitude only an open attitude open heart open mind only makes a person you know uh, accept new ideas new things and uh, an open mind can always be a recipient of that uh, that kind of a knowledge which uh-huh. i think huh. is handed down by nature you know it's uh, something great yeah that's really so, that's amazing i never thought of it that way and you're you're so right because mm-hmm. they're all interconnected um yes and it's all about connecting one into the other and and how each one functions they all function yes. you know basically together i love that um yeah so when you also it was okay so in 2015 yes. actually before that um so i read that you credit your spiritual masters for your work in the scientific community why why yes. is that i give credit to mm-hmm. my scientific masters you you mean you meant that yes uh yeah because see uh, what i felt was that uh, you know there was a paradigm shift in my life when i joined this system mm-hmm. uh because uh, you know the spiritual practice made me a better and more balanced and more focused person mm-hmm. and i was able to do my 
uh, even the scientific research in that way i mean it was i was uh, i think i was more success, successful mm. uh, after i joined the mission so i would give the credit of what i am today mm-hmm. in whatever capacity that i am mm-hmm. it is only it's only because of my spiritual masters earlier the master wow. rajagopal then now uh, daji mm-hmm. and uh, both these people they have contributed immensely to my life because uh, these are you know whatever science and spirituality both are two dimensions of the, my same personality so uh, it's uh, it, it doesn't matter i mean both of them get integrated you know mm-hmm. some way so, <clears throat> so that is how that's why i said that i gave give complete uh, uh, i mean uh, because of them i'm here where right. i am yeah right yeah. Well, can you mention a time when you thought you needed to do something that could affect your life and others? Yes, yes, yes. Because uh, yeah, I always thought that uh, how do I, uh, what do I do so that I can uh, give back to society what I have gained in my life? Mm-hmm. And I always wanted to do something, you know, which will touch the lives of other people and some kind of a social service. But I didn't know how to go about that. Mm. But when came in this uh, particular system and uh, when i started practicing i understood one thing that if i have to change something in the surroundings in the society or in the uh, in the you know around me mm-hmm. then i have to change first because mm-hmm. if i don't change then i cannot change anything i cannot change others so i was very much convinced about this and that's how you know i really focused on my uh improving myself through the practice mm-hmm. and uh, then automatically i found that the doors opened you know yeah. automatically whatever i wanted to do the community service it these uh, avenues for doing the community service opened up in front of me oh, uh, just awesome. like that. yes that's really because awesome. i always, yeah i always believe that uh, you know this uh, value based education is of uh, great importance and it has to start from the very beginning at the beginning of the life of the children you know that means as um, when they are very young mm-hmm. you know when they just they are entered the school or when they are in when they are able to understand things and able to question things in life mm-hmm. so that's the time when this value based education has to be inculcated to the students mm-hmm. and uh, somehow you know i got an opportunity to do this in the schools of the atomic energy schools where we were staying in the colony of the residential colony of the atomic energy department mm-hmm. and uh, i could do that and uh, then it i kept doing that and uh, as a spiritual trainer of course i'm uh, giving the medi- i conduct the meditation sessions mm-hmm. for individuals and groups mm-hmm. and uh, that has given a lot of meaning to my life That's all I can say. Yes. Wow. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um in in 2015 you retired from Bark and became involved with the IWSA which is Indian yes. Women Scientists Association. I think that's yes. amazing. I never even heard of this. I mean, how yes. how did how did you come about joining this um this mm-hmm. association? Uh actually when I was in BRC in 1973 Uh, i knew many of my friends 
uh, they were involved in this organization and it was founded at that time hmm. it was uh, the it was the founder members were 12 committed women who were scientists mm-hmm. and uh, some of them were uh, great scientists oncologists and uh, you know from uh, well known people and they came up with this idea that uh, more women have to come to the front and they have to become scientists and they have to be encouraged to Uh, come on the, come into the scientific line mm-hmm. so they started this organization in 1973 so it's wow. almost 40, 48 years old That's but amazing. Uh, i uh, yes but i was uh, not having the time mm-hmm. uh, i didn't have time to devote uh, you know to this though i used to keep in touch through my other friends mm-hmm. but i never could work for this particular organization mm-hmm. but after i completely retired from brc in 2015 mm-hmm. uh, the organization uh, you know there was some uh, refresher course for the faculty you know physics in physics was being planned and uh, one of the senior members who was my friend she asked me whether she i would like to help her in this and i said yes we will do it and that's how i got into it and then i became so much uh, you know i got so much interested because uh, the openness of mind of these uh, women who are running this organization mm-hmm. and the complete uh, you know kind of selfless uh, uh, work that they are doing and uh, it was uh, really amazing and i really started working uh, completely with all my you know, focus in this uh, direction and i have last 5 years i have uh, you know been uh, doing lots of things you know mm-hmm. we have been conducting lots of events lots of uh, programs mm-hmm. in science education and community welfare that's yes. amazing and how many members mm-hmm. does the IWSA have currently would you this know IWSA yeah it has uh, the main uh, headquarters is situated in mumbai mm-hmm. in navi mumbai and uh, we have 11 branches all over india mm-hmm. you know starting from delhi urki nagpur amravati kolhapur and uh, baroda kalpakam like this bengaluru uh, nellur so like that we have uh, hyderabad so 11 branches and totally we have about 2500 women scientists as members wow that's amazing yeah. so yes. i mean has it been has it been hard obviously you have meetings and you have events has have you been have you had to um have you had to i guess cancel anything or or at least delay any of the events or um works that you do for them because of the pandemic oh yeah <clears throat> because of the pandemic uh, there was a complete shift in the way we conducted ourselves you know mm-hmm. uh, when the pandemic started in mumbai and lockdown started in march mm-hmm. i mean we didn't know at all that we didn't have any idea how long it will go on right. we just thought that it will be lockdown for one month and we will be all coming back mm-hmm. but it just went on and on and uh, you know the running of the whole organization was at stake because uh, you know we have uh, some seven committees in this particular organization uh, we have a beautiful hostel for 160 women mm-hmm. we have a daycare center we have a nursery school we have a, a science science lab mm-hmm. a library a computer center and a health center mm-hmm. so all these things you know we had to take a very very drastic decision in march to shut all of them except wow. the hostel mm-hmm. and our hostel was shut down and it went on throughout the pandemic oh, because really? there were about 20 girls who were staying and working from there 
you know, uh, uh, working on their uh, their official. They were doing. They could not go back to their homes, and so we kept the hostel open and uh, mm-hmm. uh, looked after them. We said that they cannot be asked to leave the hostel in such kind of situation. So we continued, and uh, we slowly got used to doing all the work online. I mean, right. all our meetings online. Mm-hmm. Even now, we have got several seminars, several. Uh, uh you know um, uh, lecture series and things everything is going on online mm-hmm. so now we have become adept having uh, meetings online so there's no problem so this is a new normal that right. we have adopted right <laughs> oh i'm sure yeah the rest of the world is doing the same thing which is you know yes. like you said it's 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 like it's yeah, you know, when it struck everybody in March, it was like, "What is this?" And then we were yes. hoping that it would, you know, that it wouldn't last as long, but it has. So we yes. definitely have to adapt to. We've had to, we've had yes. to adapt to our circumstances. Um, but that's Correct. wonderful yes. to hear that you're still continuing this. So I also read that you have a program um, in this organization called. Um, nurse, hold on, I'm looking for it. It's called the Science Nurture Program. What is that yeah, program? What yeah, is that yeah, program yeah. about? Oh, that's a very beautiful program. It is very close to my heart, and uh, <clears throat> we have done a lot of work in that. What we do is uh, we uh, take children, about uh, ten of them. Of course, during the pandemic, the number of children were very much reduced. But mm-hmm. at the normal time, around fifteen to twenty children. They would come from seventh and eighth standards. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of uh, call them over to our center mm-hmm. from a nearby school. They are from the nearby school, and they belong to a very uh, not a very poor families. You know, the mm-hmm. parents are uh, very poor, and uh, they can hardly afford the education. Many of them, and uh, somehow they are kind of managing to come mm-hmm. to school. And so we called them over, and uh, these children they did not even know how to really speak in English or wow. in Hindi. Wow. I mean, they were, they were very poor in communication also. And uh, we taught them uh, science, maths, English and computers huh. uh, four days a week. Yeah, four days in a week, every day, uh, they would come and spend two hours. In fact, when they came, we would, uh, you know, serve them lunch first because they would all come from the school directly. Mm-hmm. So we didn't want them to remain hungry. So many a times they would not be bringing any uh, food from home and we we saw that and we didn't want them to remain hungry. So we started serving them food and after having a lunch, they would come into the lab and then we teach them with hands-on experiments, you know, mm-hmm. all their, whatever they have to learn, the science lessons in their school, mm-hmm. all those things are taught uh, with online, uh, you know, uh, mm. I mean, not online, with hands-on uh, uh, experiments. Mm-hmm. We used to experiments and teach them. And they would stay with us for two years, so 7th and 8th standard. And uh, by the time some of them, one batch stayed up to ninth standard because they requested us. They didn't want to go out oh, of really? our... Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, they didn't want to leave us. So we had to, we were forced to keep them for one more year. Mm-hmm. And they became so good. I mean, they could do, uh, we would give them a small topic and they would could do research on that topic and prepare a presentation and present it before the teachers to that extent. And they became so good in English and uh, computer skills also. So the children had have very good potential. They were mm-hmm. very intelligent, but mm-hmm. they didn't uh, have the 
you know, opportunity to come up in life. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that was our greatest satisfaction, you know, when these children left us, they left with a, at a different level altogether. That's really amazing. Yeah, when you're, when you're yeah. talking about children who don't have access yes. to yes. Um, yes. technology. So that's why we call yeah. them, yeah, we call it a science nurture because we nurtured their science, scientific temper, you know, mm-hmm. when they were with us. Yeah, wow, and and they've gone on to hopefully do other yeah. uh, amazing things, which is your, which was your from your foundation. You know that's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. That is so heartwarming. And the, and the beauty, and the beauty of it is that uh, there were about uh, fifteen children, and we were about twenty teachers altogether. Wow! <laughs> oh <laughs> who, my goodness! Who wanted to? kind of teach them so the ratio of uh, student uh, teacher to yeah. student was so high <laughs> that's wonderful i love that you know yeah. because you, they they so needed that direction yeah. you know for for kids who like i said before didn't have access or or the opportunity like you said that's really yeah. amazing that you've put them on the right path you know um yeah. that's really that's really awesome um, so science and meditation are huge parts of your life. And yes. I mean, heartfulness meditation, I've actually um, participated in one a while ago. Um, and it's really a great way, like you said, to just be open to opportunity. And I love that. But is there anything yes. are there besides those two? Um, are, is there anything else that um, you would like to do that you have it? You mean uh, my other interests? Yes, in your life. other interests that in life. Interest. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> I love people, so <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want to, I just like to be with the people, my friends, my family. Uh, so, I mean, uh, as much as possible, I want to do for them, mm. you know, my own children and uh, my husband and my sisters. And so that's, that's one part of my. That's my main family, so, so mm-hmm. I'm absolutely involved in that uh, in that way oh, with that's them. That's wonderful. Uh-huh. From that, uh, I think at present I don't have any. Uh, I don't have much time to do anything. <laughs> yes, that's for sure. Yeah, so actually, uh, about when uh, when I was uh, just uh, you know in my uh, many years ago, just when we I got married and uh, just. A uh, few years, mm-hmm. I was very much interested in music in uh, Hindustani mm. classical. Yeah, I used to sing a lot also, okay. and uh, I used to also love to listen to music. And I was a uh, you know like a fan of many of these great musicians of those those times. But uh, over the years, I mean, because of my responsibilities at home and office and other things, it was not possible because it you need a lot of time mm-hmm. to pursue music. I could not do that. But I still uh, like to listen whenever I get an opportunity. So that is my... That's your other... That, well, yeah, that you can say my another hobby. Another you can hobby. Say. And life. I used to... Yeah, I used to read a lot in those days, you know. Mm-hmm. I used to read lots of books. Um, but that I cannot do now anymore because I don't have time. I, <laughs> I regret that, you know. Yeah, I, re- I read. Of course, I read only my spiritual books of my masters that, mm. that those are the only books now i read i don't write, read any other uh, you know fiction or uh, 
biographies or mm-hmm. autobiographies those things which i used to earlier read now i don't read mm. well you don't have the time like you said you're so involved <laughs> between yeah. yeah between the organizations yeah. you're involved in yeah. i mean do you have yeah. do you have any uh, do you have any personal goals in the future any mm-hmm. do you have any well actually do you have personal goals personal goals yes uh, at present uh, the only personal goal that i have is that i i should contribute as much as possible to my you know to society and to life itself uh, through meditation you know i mean i have to contribute first to myself in the sense that i have to evolve myself first to the best of my ability you know mm. you know as uh, that's that's the whole purpose of life so i'm trying to understand that and try to i'm trying to grow in that my spiritual practice as much as possible and mm. my goal is to do as much as possible uh, work for the mission for our uh, you know my heartfulness mm-hmm. that is my first goal and uh, evza is the second uh, this thing but uh, uh, whatever sir and then my first first goal in my life is uh, my spiritual goal okay <laughs> that's, wow. that's, yeah. that's amazing i love that and do you have any goals for the heartfulness community well i i want that heartfulness should be a household name mm. that's what my wish is that every household should uh, know and practice heartfulness because uh, you know the uh, i don't know i mean that's the only way i think we can uh, survive in this world mm. because the way things are going i mean if we don't have a spiritual uh, bent of mind and the spiritual attitude uh, it may for humanity it may be difficult and uh, you know when uh, we are, when any species does not cooperate with nature you know nature uh, can completely destroy that particular right. species so if we want to preserve ourselves as human species mm-hmm. it's extremely important that we learn our uh, lessons well and uh, we are able to understand our responsibilities you know thank you for that i that, love that uh, That's really yeah, that's amazing. Thank you for that. That that's really uh very mm-hmm. um profound and it's true because you know if we don't take care of um where of where we live or of um of our of yes. nature and and our world and yes. how can we take yes. care of ourselves, you know? So we need yes. to we need to do it at the same yes. time, I think. And it's yes. it's interesting you talked about your goal for heartfulness. I'd never yes. heard of heartfulness until a few years ago and I'm sure it's been around for a long time but I think uh for me I never really knew about it because I wasn't into spirituality I mean I I I had religion and I've you know read about different religions um but I don't think I ever thought of myself as spiritual but then when I did a heartfulness meditation with purnima um yes. and it was really amazing it really made yes. i think for me it made me stop and and just be still and it's hard yeah. for me to do that <laughs> as for oh, me it's it's hard you know i i'm all con- <laughs> yeah and at yeah. constant i i constantly have to be going and i have to be doing something and it's okay, okay. and when i did that i was like wow i guess it's okay for me to just be still even if it's for 5 yeah. minutes even if it's for 10 minutes you know for however yeah. long however long yes. i could do it or yes. for anybody yes. else but it's so yes. it's a wonderful way to really yes. come back to yourself 
you know. Yes. So yes. I, I love that. Thank you for that. Yes. yes. Oh, wow. In fact, I would like to add one thing now. Uh, recently, the Heartfulness Campus has uh, uh, been uh, inaugurated on the 12th of and 13th of January. Oh, uh, where okay. we are, uh, yes, it's called Heartfulness Campus because uh, we are going to train. I mean, it's um, it's Daji's wish that uh, it should uh, reach heartfulness practices should reach all the youngsters because under the new education policy which has come up this year in 2020. Uh, it is one of the main mandates is to objectives is to uh, make a create a holistic uh, you know person you know in development holistic development of human beings that is one of the main things which is there and for that meditation is very essential mm-hmm. and we are trying to take this to all the education institutes colleges and uh, so even today we had one uh, program we started uh, mm-hmm. you know it's there for 21 days in a nearby college institute of technology management which is just across my house and uh, but everything is online so during the induction programs when new uh, when the new students come and join the institute Mm -hmm. this institute has started this practice of uh, holding uh, for 21 days everyday heartfulness uh, meditation for them so that's amazing of inducting the students into an academic institute. It's really beautiful. So we started from yesterday. So mm-hmm. tomorrow and day after we have the three days induction program. Mm-hmm. And thereafter every week they will be you know, meditating with us. <laughs> That's really wonderful. Yeah. That's really wonderful. Yeah. I love that. That's mm-hmm. and It starts from, you know, like you said, it starts from, you know, when, when someone's young. Mm-hmm. When they're young mm-hmm. is when you when it should start because yes. then they'll have yes. the foundation to keep going yes. that way. Yes. Yes. Wow. So how would yes. anyone, um, what, what would you say to any person who'd like to get involved with heartfulness meditation? Yeah, it's very easy actually. Uh, anybody wants to uh, join from any corner of the world, mm-hmm. uh, he or she just has to visit our website www.heartfulness.org and in this website uh, there is what is known as heart spots Mm -hmm. Uh, heart spots means the location of the spiritual trainers so you can find out uh, who is the nearest uh, uh, you know uh, wherever you are staying uh, who is the nearest uh, spiritual trainer but now because of the online uh, sessions even that is not needed Mm-hmm. And we have what is known as a Hearts app, you know, oh, in Google okay. Play Store. Yes, yes. If you go to Google Play Store, there is a Hearts app, which you can download on your mobile. Oh, that's and wonderful. And in that, you can, you can come, you can ask for a meditation session sitting from any preceptor from any part of the world, you know. So oh. any time of the day and night. Uh-huh. So there is always somebody who is ready to give you the time. And uh, you can, uh, you know, you and there are so many very beautiful videos, audios, mm. and uh, many things are there. So this app is something which is uh, the best thing for anybody new person to mm. join our meditation system. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That's amazing. I love that. And everybody has app. Yeah. You know? Everybody can just download an app. Yes. That's really cool. Yes. How yes, would anyone get in good. contact with you if they were interested? in reading about your work in the science, in the scientific community or heartfulness? 
Oh, they can uh, just, uh, uh, you know, reach me through my email. Okay. So, lj underscore dhareshwar at yahoo.com. They can just write, drop an email to me. Uh, what What is it that they want? Mm-hmm. And uh, because I'm not much on the social media. So, <laughs> somehow okay. I'm not that much, uh, you know, uh, maybe because uh, the whole thing has started a few years back. And mm-hmm. um, I, I'm there on LinkedIn and uh, Facebook and but I hardly ever uh, you know. <laughs> That's okay. You're too busy. <laughs> I don't think you have the time anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what I tell, uh, what I would like to tell is, uh, people who want to know anything, they can just uh, you know send you an email. Line. Okay. Yes. And so my last question would be, if you could go back mm-hmm. in time, what would you say yeah. to your younger self? What would be? What would you say to your younger self? What would I say to my younger self? Yes. Yeah. Wow, I, that's a nice question. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I would say uh, to my younger self that you need to uh, be more patient in life. You know, mm. because and more uh, more tolerant. Mm-hmm. Because in my younger days, I think I was very impatient. Even mm. now, I am. I would <laughs> say, <laughs> you know, but now I have you know, taught myself to be more tolerant, more through my meditation and through my spiritual practice, I've become uh, much better than what I used to be in younger days. I was a very dynamic type of person, you know, mm-hmm. always on the go. And uh, so if I meet my younger self in front of me, I would say, uh, just, you know, take a pause and, you know, contemplate and think and then do your work that will be much more effective than uh, rushing through you know that's what i would like to say that's wonderful i love that oh my goodness Mm. that's a great that's actually a great lesson for everyone you know Mm. it's like because as you get older you realize you i mean at least for me it's like well i could have probably like you know done something else or you know had i taken the time i probably would not be um as frantic as I as I am, you know, as I usually am, like all over the place. And and had I learned about heartfulness when I was younger, or at least, you know, knew how oh, to yeah, be yeah, more patient, the, yeah, yeah, it's it's yes. it definitely would get easier. But thank yeah. you for that. Thank you so much for that last bit. Um, yes. So thank you for spending the time with me, Lalita. I really appreciate it. And um, I, <laughs> I look forward to uh, hearing more about your work with IWSA and Heartfulness. Yeah. And um, yeah. I really appreciated you coming on the show. So thank you very much. Well, yeah. I will I will thank keep in touch. Thank you. Have a good day. Yes, thank okay. you very much. Bye bye. That's our show for today. I've posted more information about Dr. Lalita Dareshwar on RevWoman.com. Thank you for listening, and I hope you'll tune in every Thursday for another episode of Revolutionary Women. You can listen to Revolutionary Women on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. Just a little note. I've launched a Patreon account to support the show. All proceeds will go to producing and editing the episodes to give my poor husband a break for being my personal IT and production department. He wrote this. The address is patreon.com slash revwoman. 